Well, hey guys, it's me, Shane, the host of Organic Poison Podcast, Sickest in the South. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, initially this episode was supposed to be about an hour and a half long. Uh, me and a good friend of mine, uh, the guest, Alex Fletcher, uh, we frequently talk on the phone uh, and catch up on the weekends. Um, odd thing we used to do when we were very young and we oddly enough do now as a full grown adults but uh anyway um I got him on the episode because uh he is a the co-host of a podcast that I've talked about on here before uh Hillian Hideout with another dear friend of mine James shout out to James James Johnson Hillian Hylian Jimmy I can't ever figure out if it's Hylian or Hillian. Nonetheless, eventually I'm going to be going on to their show, and you guys have got to come listen. But before I go on there, you should go listen to their podcast after you get done with this one. Because chances are, if you've got time to listen to one of these, you've got time to listen to another one. And most of their episodes are only an hour long, so you could catch up pretty quick. Uh, one of my favorite uh, shows to listen to by people that I actually know. Uh along with many other ones. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, this week, this coming Saturday, I have a mixtape coming out, exclusively on Instagram, but probably not exclusively on Instagram. I'm gonna talk to the people who helped me fund this adventure. Uh, Robbie Woodall, Shane Houston, Manny Anderson, and my mom, Roxanne. And, uh, I'm going to make sure it's cool with them, but I think I'm going to try to put it on SoundCloud as well. Because uh, some of these songs turned out better than I thought they would. So, you know, my intentions was to do a mixtape and put it out and it just be like a, uh, I don't know, just kind of like a just DIY tape funded by the crowd. But I was able to... uh I was able to get a pretty good mix on them, so I kind of want to promote it a little bit more. So we'll see. Nonetheless, it all actually boils down to me needing you no this episode i'm not here asking for any money this episode i'm asking for you whenever this mixtape drops if you like it if you don't enjoy it then that's fine but if you do like it i would love nothing more than for you to go hard sharing it on social media if I end up putting it on SoundCloud, I don't have Facebook like I used to. Now, of course, I guess I could reactivate my Facebook, but I don't really want to do that. But if you're not going to delete your Facebook, which you should do, totally, 100%, but if you're not going to, then you should definitely share. Our, I like the idea of having people having videos, like listening to your music and they're like having a good time. I understand that a lot of you guys are old and boring, so you don't, you know, want to act an ass in your car. You're a little too cool for that. See, I'm trying to do reverse psychology. <laughs> I know for a fact that a few of the guys that listen to this podcast probably took offense to me saying that they were old and boring. A jokingly, offense, hopefully. It was very abundantly clear that I was just kidding. Pussy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I'm really excited about it. I recorded it all in like 10 days. 
some of it I had written before that. Some of it I didn't. For five work nights in a row, I was in my living room working on this mixtape. So I know there's people who work a lot harder than that, and they do it all the time. But I was really in tuned and really excited about it. And I've been doing some other stuff the past two days, and now I'm on the podcast. Me and Alex recorded this episode, actually. Um, we recorded it at the uh, on Saturday night. So, you know, it is a little dated, but... It's kind of a timeless conversation. Timeless guy. Uh, he talks a lot uh, in this episode, and that's exactly what I wanted him to do. <laughs> He's a great guy to have a conversation with. He's a great guy to listen to in conversation. Now, he's about like me. Probably knows. I mean, he's he's a little bit more intelligent than me, I'd say. He's got his facts down to a good bit of... Uh, a good bit closer than I do, but neither one of us are Google, and neither one of us are Googling anything during this episode, so, you know, honestly, I've made it pretty clear that if you have any intentions of getting your panties in a wad while listening to my podcast, you shouldn't, but I'm always open for a creative discussion, so, uh, yeah, glad to have another guest on the show, um, I'm glad to have you guys back listening again. Uh, the break really had me feeling like I was going crazy. I think I really only took a month break. And when the show started, it wouldn't be that far-fetched that, you know, it would take a month before a new episode would come out. But, yeah, I'm looking to get uh, – now that we have a few people that aren't quite as terrified of COVID, I might actually get some people to come in uh, to the office, the studio, and uh, do some do some more interviews or do some more conversations. So, either way, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I've got a few guests that I'm planning on having on here because part of the things for my mixtape was if you, you know, are someone who sponsors a song or purchases a song, I, I, I don't really know the right way to word it. So, I've said a couple of different things. Uh, you have a chance to get on the podcast. And, you know, in all honesty, there's been an extended hand for Manny for a while. And, you know, I'm sure my mom might not necessarily want to just be on the podcast, but I would like for her to give a message at least. Uh, and this guy, Robbie, he, he does some crazy shit. Like he flies his, I don't want to say his hobby, but it might be considered a vice, but whatever it is, this thing that he is very passionate about, he straps himself in like a bike and he flies into the sky. It's nuts. It's awesome though. I'm going to do his episode definitely uh, in person. I would like to go to Macomb. And I would also like to convince my wife to allow me to go and fly with him because that would be so much fun. And I would film the whole thing. If not for you guys, then for my damn self because I can assure you, you're not going to convince me to do something like that twice. Then again, I don't know. I might get up there and like it. Mind you, I'll have you know, I had a job climbing cell phone towers once for like six full days because halfway up the second cell phone tower, I quit. I, uh, I could not do that. I was not, uh, I was not built for tough at the time, if you will. And to be, to be completely honest with you, I would consider myself much more of a breadwinner for my family than I could have imagined myself being at the time. And even still, I don't think I could do that. 
I have a lot of friends that climb cell phone towers, or they have in the past, and it was their job, or they did it for fun. And I don't know how. <laughs> I have no idea. I think I was missing that gene whenever that became a thing. Uh, so, yeah. But nonetheless, when I had that job, my boss was Robbie. <laughs> so clearly he is not uh, afraid of heights. So shout out to Robbie. And uh, the other person is a guy named uh, Shane Houston. Shane Houston is a guy who I've seen around Macomb. Uh, and, yeah, he supported the project. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, all the other people. Manny, we've got – I've got plans with Manny. Me and Manny are taking over the world. Sounds crazy, and it is crazy. And I'm not exactly sure how we're going to do it. So just know. Just know. Uh, yeah. Shane Houston. Sorry. I, uh, I definitely can't wait to have him on the podcast because he wants to have a conversation about something that we've talked about on here a lot. Unity and lack thereof. But nonetheless, I'm sure that's not all he wants to talk about. He's probably interested in having a conversation about whatever the hell we talk about. So, looking forward to have all of them on the podcast. I'm not sure how I'm going to do all the different ones, but here in the next month or so, here in the next couple of weeks, we will be having them on the uh, having them on the show, and uh, might even have uh, might even have some other people that are going to take us take us to another level uh, here in the next month. But hey, I don't want to say anything because I'm not entirely sure. I mean, never mind. But yeah, thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys have been doing all right, man. I uh, I have been working, and I have been honestly since the last podcast, I've just been totally focused on getting this mixtape together, and it has panned out pretty well so far. So I'm really looking forward to putting it out. It's gonna be a great day. I'm not sure if there's gonna be another podcast between now and then, but uh, since we're just gonna assume that there won't be, um. I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope that you enjoy the hell out of this this 1 a.m. conversation with me and Alex. Uh, and don't forget to go check out his podcast, Hillian Hideout. I don't I don't think that he was able to plug it because we recorded an hour and a half, and hour of it didn't make it onto the thing. So you'll have to forgive us. We were trying to do it remotely, and he didn't want to use Zoom. So here we are. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Shout out to all my people, man. It's lit. We're about to go hard this year. I mean, we're going to keep a steady pace. We are going to keep a steady pace. I do want to tell you guys about something else. One last thing before I go. There is this thing. For some of you who have been listening for a long time, you already know what this thing is. But for those of you who have just come around in the past couple of months... There is this thing called the Best of Pine Belt, and it is coming up really soon. Well, I am going to have several things that I am going to be needing to be, not needing to be, but would like to be nominated for, and I need you guys to vote. I'm sure you follow me on social media. I'm going to be posting about it and talking about it and giving you links and all that other good stuff once it comes, starts up. But we're going to try to uh, go hard, and I'm going to need you guys. I'm going to need you guys, especially if you're someone who's been listening to the podcast for a long time, to consider this my call to action. I'm not asking you guys for any money anytime soon, okay, even though it's greatly appreciated when it comes. But 
that's not what I'm worried about right now. Right now, what we're trying to do is we're trying to just spread the word of the podcast and spread the word of the music. That is what we've got to do. Even if it's telling your friends, playing it for your friends or a friend. You know somebody who listens to rap music and you might not even be that into it. Or you might be into rap music, but you're just not really into my rap music. But you probably know someone who is. So, send them the link. Tell them to follow me. Tell them to listen to my podcast. This is just me. I'm just... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm just I'm just trying to pitch something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And on this episode, since you guys listen to the podcast, you get to hear two new songs. Hell yeah. Anyway, turn up. We're going to call this big tape yet. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Go to work if you really want the diamonds in the face. Go to work if you really want your whip to ride blades. Go to work if you really think you're ballin' like, hey, go to work, hey. Go to work, hey. Go to work if you really want the diamonds in the face. Go to work if you really want your whip to ride blades. Go to work if you really think you're ballin' like, hey. Go to work, hey. Go to work, hey. Go to work like you got a new position. Go to work like you're whipping in the kitchen. Say you working, but we know you really isn't. Fake it till you make it long as money is the mission. Yeah. I be eating off some grown money. The type you getting on your own money. Y'all be lazy, y'all don't want money. Get it how you living offshore, all that dope money. Could be Burger King or maybe it could be the Coke money. Green ain't everything, but don't think that being broke's funny. Clean up on the scene while I get this ain't a joke money. I don't need Supreme, I guess I'm saving all my woke money. Bring the thunderstorm, you don't really want the smoke, sonny. Fire word is born, when I write it's cold as ice, dummy. On collision course, I take a write up at the light, dummy. You're so fucking broke, we wouldn't gamble with your life. Go to work if you really want the diamonds in the face. Go to work if you really want your whip to ride blades. Go to work if you really think you're ballin' like, hey, go to work, hey, go to work, hey, go to work if you really want the diamonds in the face. Go to work if you really want your whip to ride blades. Go to work if you really think you're ballin' like, hey, go to work, hey, go to work, hey. Um, but yeah, so go, talking about banging old people and stuff. <laughs> I think they're on to this. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think I, so. Um, I'm starting up a, a service for <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Sling, but the slinging idea behind it for old ladies that, is probably uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the idea behind it is that like you know, n- normal people will do what they got to do to get some cash. Most of us, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. And when these people have a lot of this money, you know, they know that they have an understanding of that. They have an understanding that pretty much the world is basically theirs. You know, they have the currency that runs pretty much everything. Yeah. So keeping that in mind, regular sex is, I guess, well, regular anything is pretty much boring. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you know that, this this person is simply willing to sleep with you because you can offer them money. Well, then whatever. Right. So it, it on to the next thrill, I guess. But it crossing over into Epstein territories. I don't understand that. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I like I, said, I guess it's the same thing with the whole porn thing. You know, some people, you know, they they start out watching straight porn and they end up drifting off into gay porn. 
I don't quite understand that either, but people have told me that. <laughs> They're like, yeah, man, it's just, I ain't gay or nothing like that, but you know, dudes be, you know, hey. I'm like, no, man. No. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. You'd like to see it, but you might have a, you might, you might at least be by. Yeah. You, you, you definitely look at the world differently than most straight people do. <laughs> yeah. So, so the idea of, uh, I guess somebody who wants, somebody who wants to be deviant for the sake of being deviant, you know, you don't necessarily need money for it, but having money allows you to cover yourself. Right. You know, I'm not sure if you heard about this guy, but it was some dude, I think his name was like, not Roger Moore. It was Moore. I think his last name is Moore, Robert Moore or whatever. But he was like a some politician from back in the cut. And people found out, I think, during the whole Me Too movement that he had solicited this girl who was 16. I think he was like maybe 37, 40 years old. I think she was either, no, I think she was like 14 or something. But he had solicited to have sex with her. I think he actually did. And he paid the parents off and nobody gave a damn. Yeah. Information came out. Nobody could do anything to him at all. And that's a different sort of level. You know, that's a different sort of power. It's like I, I explain to people, politicians are completely different from your average celebrity. Yeah. You know, they can do shit and be right out in the open about it and no one ever give a damn. So it's like that mindset, that, that ideology of that person, you know, the person who's never satisfied with anything. I guess you people always say that like in order to be in that place of power, you had to be a narcissist, you know, a narcissist. You had to have some sort of a Machiavellian, you know, Machiavellian or psychopathy, you know, the dark triad characteristics. Sure. That's what people call it. And I mean, I can see it bleeding over. You know, so the difference between, I guess, the dude who's just going out there and being power hungry and making a lot of money versus somebody who's a child molester and a rapist, I guess it just depends uh, on the person, really. Yeah. You know, it depends on how, how, how that money affects that person. Because, you know, people always say power corrupts, but it really just shows who you really are. You know, there are plenty of people who get a lot of money and, you know, you know, become powerful or corrupt. I mean, and, and, and they become powerful, but they're okay at the end of it. You know, some of you may even end up giving right. back. But you hear about these guys taking money from companies and taking the damn economy and, you know, taking the housing, housing industry and stuff. And you think to yourself, well, in a lot of ways, that is evil, you know. But yeah. it's quote unquote white collar crime. So, hey, you know, it doesn't matter that their choices have an extreme domino effect of, you know, screwing over families, which may lead to more crime and, and more issues because, hey, they're, and turmoil. they're sitting in the, <laughs> in the office. Yeah, they, they, they're sitting in the office doing it. They're not robbing you in real life. They're just robbing you from, you know, behind their suits. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's kind of crazy. It's 
kind of crazy that that is like a thing that, a lot of that actually happens. No, that was good, good content for what it's worth. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I personally feel about, um, being robbed by hedge fund workers, but I also will say that I never felt like I was personally being robbed, but it's like here lately, you kind of just, you know, between the heavy conversations about like, why did Flint, Michigan not get money to get their shit fixed? If we had money to do all the things we've had money to do. And Flint, Michigan is just one thing. I'm not saying that it's the most important thing or the least important thing. I'm just saying like, why were we even talking about that for so long? If we had the access to $9 trillion. (laughs) The fact fact that that damn John Travolta movie came out (laughs) way back in the nineties. And I think they just recently caught one of the guys who was screwing over that water system or whatever. Like, I think they just did it about a week or two ago. Says something. Yeah. Like that Flint water thing happened, I think maybe well before we were born or either, you know, a year or so after. And and they're just now catching people for what they were doing. So yeah, it just lets you know, like that crime, it may not personally feel like we're being robbed because you just can't tell. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's more of a generational thing. You can feel it as, as the years go by. Like the neighborhood that you live in today may be a fucking war zone tomorrow. Or 10 years down the line or 20. Yeah, no shit. It certainly feels like that these days. Oh yeah, but see, that's really because of the pandemic and shit. Like that's yeah. another thing. Like everybody wanted to be, wanted to be a quote unquote revolutionary in their own mind. But that's that's something different. <laughs> but, yeah. But uh, but but yeah. I guess it's the fact that they lack empathy, though. That's that's the real thing to me. Yeah. Like the fact that this guy can go on TV and cry about having to not, you know, like, like he's crying about having to pay taxes, as if it's a personal attack on him. And then he comes out talking about the GameStop people saying it's attacking the wealthy as if doing, like I said, as if doing normal things that people who can't, people who probably really shouldn't have to fucking worry about paying taxes, but it's just an average thing that everybody has to deal with. But you don't want to give the, the small amount that you're supposed to, because why? You know what I'm saying? Like this is supposed to be an American thing right this is supposed to be what what helps the economy go why don't you want to do it you know that the idea that they seem to be so upset about that it just kind of lets you know the type of people you're dealing with right exactly and it's like i i wish i wish they would give explanations for things it's like oh this is gonna totally fuck things up for people and it's like why why is it going to fuck things yeah. up for people? Because it seems like it's kind of like changing a lot of people's lives. Like there are normal people who are like really on the come up because of this, that like, you know, I mean, it's not like it just falls in anyone's lap. They have to put forth a little bit of effort. They're clearly in tune to some extent. If they were able to make life changing money, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. so good for them. They obviously had plans 
to do something. So it, it's not like it's going to go to waste. I'm sure, I'm sure someone will, some lucky fucker that just doesn't deserve to stumble across a bunch of money like that. But in the same breath, capitalism, baby, we live in a free fucking country. Do what you want as long as it's in the rules, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. It's, and see, it's always funny how they always want to bring up, like, you know, they, they try to politicize everything and, and make it a left versus right sort of situation with, they're trying to make it socialist. This It's, it's all socialism. Fox, say that. <laughs> Tell her, see, NBC, say that. You know, just say it's all about the socialists. And it's like, yeah, yeah there's socialism. There's definitely socialism, but it's, it's, it's top down socialism. It's, it's the rich stealing from the poor. That's the socialism that you have. It's not this, this idea of like, uh, the communist Russia 1984 bullshit that everybody keeps spreading around. That, they ain't it. You know, it, it, it's different. <laughs> it's the rich taking that taxpayer money that you, you know, love so damn much and, and, and they're playing, you know, pinball with it. They're yeah. And yachts with it. And, and they're making sure that you keep giving it to them. While they don't have to give you anything. So yeah, it's always an excuse. You know, it's always something. Anytime it comes from, well, why can't you, you know, clean up the streets or why can't you have free healthcare or why can't you do this or that? Well, because, uh, it, it would mess up the economy in some sort of way. And that's the basics. That's the basis of what we always hear. We've been hearing that crap for like over 40 years now. It's always something about how like it, it it's detrimental to to everybody and they don't know what they're doing like yo no one's done it yet what are you talking about yeah exactly. like, at, at what point the only people who are doing it are y'all yeah and you've screwed yeah, things yeah. over several and they've screwed things over several times so it's like i, I want to say that maybe there's some sort of like long-term like if these people keep screwing with GameStop like this, I guess going off of stocks and how stocks work, I suppose it's going to have to crash at some point, right? Oh, dude, I'm quite sure they, that they can't keep holding it. You know who really won here? The people who actually run, own and run GameStop, the majority shareholders, because I yeah. bet you they sold off as much as they possibly fucking could when that shit was high. Like think about yeah. how much money those people made. Because, I mean, they were already getting rid of their fucking company. So the ones who were up, up and had a bunch of shares, like, already, and they had it and they were like, God damn, what a fucking waste. Because they had it when it was up a little bit, you know, like six, seven years ago. Then now it's like, wow, I want to fucking kill myself. And then this happens and they're like, oh, my God, talk about a severance package. We're back. You're just going to – you're just going to – you find they got pissed off. When, when Microsoft bought them, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, like, we wanted it to burn. <laughs> we wanted to go home. Yeah, so it just, it depends. It's like the longevity. Like, it's like, do they want to, you know, just take the ball and run? Or do they want to stick around and help these people with their jobs? Yeah. I highly doubt they want to stick around and help people with their jobs. But they seem to be doing that. So <laughs> it's like, I'll give you another example is you know, the, the crap that happened with the airlines. You know, these assholes... We're begging for for money from that first uh, that first pandemic check, claiming that they need it. 
you know, schools were doing this too, like Harvard and all these fucking Ivy League places and crap, all saying that they need this, never really explaining why they need it. You know, it's always this, well, if we don't get it, something bad's going to happen. I'm like, to the airlines? I'm like, to the airlines? I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm like, bro, if this is, and we're talking about the peak pandemic. We're talking about when this was all started, when people were running around going crazy for toilet paper. Yeah. So folks were not even thinking about airlines. People weren't even thinking about flying on a damn plane at that point. And they knew that. And they were just like, oh, shit. Well, uh, uh, hey, hey, we got to cover our asses. That's what happened. Dude, listen, they knew listen to me. They took, they took money to pay the airlines, right? But a lot, they, all of the money that they gave to, you know, say one specific company, it also included the pay for their CEO. Their CEO yeah. get paid like 20 million fucking dollars a month plus whatever. <laughs> plus then you know i'm sure the ceo got yeah. hazard pay you know what i'm saying <laughs> like some shit like that it's like you're gonna give 20 million oh well we don't want the ceo to be out you know so we're gonna go ahead and give him his full 20 million dollars that he would get this in these two months yeah, we, we, uh, we don't want him to be worried even though he's already rich yeah, but it's like it, we're going to pay the employees, but we're also going to continue to pay those CEOs all their goddamn money. Oh, no, they didn't do that. They they didn't do that for long. Like, that was the trick. It was like the, the, the deal was that if they got something from this bill, then they, they would keep their employees on. That happened yeah. for like about a month. Exactly. <laughs> and then they started firing people. They started letting like, people go. And people were so confused about that. Hell yeah. I think that's hilarious. They get the bill and then they just start firing their fucking employees. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad because it's like they did that out in the open. Like, like it was nothing. Like they lied. They straight up lied to get that money. They said, yeah, we're going, we're going to keep everybody on and everything's going to be okay as long as you make sure that we're okay. Because see, we can't go down. If we go down, then bad things happen. But as long as you give us our money, we'll be able to make sure that everybody else stays on. And they got that cash and they're like, all right, ho. <laughs> all right. Everybody got to, some of y'all got to get laid off. So it was like, what the hell was the point of getting the money? See, the point of getting the money was that they were already told, you know, about the, uh, about how bad the crap was going to be. You know, you, you heard about all the stocks and stuff going crazy when the pandemic had first had it. Yeah. I, because that's when I got into that. it. I got into yeah. it. They, they were pretty much just like, all right, we don't know how this is going to go. We don't know if people are going to be trying to fly within the next few months. And we don't care. We just want to make sure that we have, we we want to keep, we're over, we are probably like a billion dollar business and we want to get a few billion more. Right. Can we afford to pay these people? Hell yes, we can. But I want to keep that money. <laughs> it's simple as that. <laughs> and people are seeing this. Like everybody, the whole entire country, if you paid even like a monocle of attention to it, was seeing this. And nobody could do anything about it. Yeah. Like nothing. You know, it isn't like they got penalized after doing that. No. 
those people just got laid off and they lost their jobs. And then when the next few rounds of bills started laying, started coming out, they got more money. It's like I had told you last night that it, a lot of people think that those stimulus checks, that the only stimulus checks that came out were just the, you know, the, the, the 1200 and the 600. No, it was like at least five or six different bills that came rolling out and they were all for quote unquote small businesses. Many small businesses didn't get anything. And you wonder why the rich have gotten richer during this pandemic. All that tax money that we have or all that money that they've been printing, it's just been them trying to make sure they stay rich. That was the whole purpose of it. Yeah. And yet you, and yet y'all want to complain about us getting unemployment or, or, or us trying to like, you know, game the market. Yeah. <laughs> it's like for what? There's no merit on, there's nothing to back them up because all you're doing is trying to defend yourself and you're in the wrong. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're trying to defend you and yours and you and yours are the ones that are in the wrong. So I'm sorry. But it's like the, the, uh, cons don't outweigh the pros. <laughs> it does. Especially if you can't explain what the hell the con is. It's always some some crazy like if if it happens, this could be the end of it all. The end of what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I was like, okay, well, look, I'm I'm willing to hear you out because I don't want to fuck up and make it be the end of everything. But please tell me how it, that's the case, <laughs> like because I don't understand how. It's, it's like it's like we we get it for small businesses. Yes, a lot of them cannot afford it. We understand for them. But hey. If, if you, that bill, isn't that bill supposed to be going to those small businesses? Yeah, why don't, why don't, or why, hey, why don't you guys just open the goddamn economy back up and just say, fuck God. it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not, I mean, we don't, that we don't feel the effects of it here. I mean, honestly, everything's pretty much just going as, as it would be. You just have to wear a mask yeah. and pretend to care yeah, about much. fucking being close to people. I'm walking off from everybody, but, but yeah, it's like, you can understand, you can understand it from that. It's just have regulations, but see, the problem is that people don't like regulations. Sure. It's like in in places like for us, yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's Mississippi, you know, it's rural area. We, we're not all going to be packed up for a lot of different shit. Like when I was still working, I remember just thinking like how good of a moment this is going to be for me because I don't have to deal with a shit ton of like crazy ass tables coming in left and right and everybody trying to get food at the same damn time. Everybody had to act like a rational human being. Right. That's what happened. (laughs) People had to act logically and like they had common sense. A lot of places ain't doing it though. It's like some people are just like, especially now. Hell no. Holidays, boy. And I was like, I saw that coming. <laughs> I saw that coming. People were like, we want to go see grandma, even though we never wanted to see grandma. Man, I bet, before, I bet Mac- you told us that we can't. I bet Macomb was crazy during the holidays. I don't think it was that crazy. Like, I, I don't think we will never get to the insanity of like New York or, sure. or any other like, you know, mainstream, you know, huge, uh, populous city or whatever. Like, I don't think we'll ever get to that damn point. But yeah, but people, people be careless about a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's not funny, but it's also, it, it's also kind of funny because it's like, it does suck that it's like you have a dude in some of these big cities, like Atlanta, bro. They don't give a fuck. 
dude. Boy. Dude, they don't. Man, a friend of mine, a friend care. of mine had told me about Houston. He had said, bro, he said they wear the mask to the club and then they go in the club and they take the mask off. I'm like, what? I'm like, hold up, why y'all got the club open anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, what? dude. No, dude, they're wild. Apparently they shut like you know. They shut down <laughs> they shut down a warehouse party in Houston, ironically enough, with Fab I think it was Fabulous and Bow Wow were performing together. The police sent in the fucking like SWAT or some shit. To like mitigate this crowd and shut them down because no. apparently they, they were, uh, the event was legal, but they had like over 400 people more than they were supposed to have in there. <laughs> it was just like way packed out, like wall to wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, and you can't forget like the, the, the COVID challenge, people licking toilet seats and stuff like that. Oh, so God. it was like on one, on one end of the spectrum, you got people who were just acting a fool for clout. You know, that's from the younger generation. And from the older generation, you got people who are just like, you can't tell me what to do because yeah. blah, blah, or my rights and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's two factions of the country that will just forever screw us. It's like, we will, like, I, like when this first happened, I said, we're fucked. I said, we're never going to come out of this. Yeah, dude, no shit. Well, I mean, it, let's put it this way. If the truth is that we all have to be on the same accord and we have to follow the rules, then it's not going to happen. Like, well, see, I, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this because also of the fact that it's like, it's in all actuality, if you catch it, chances are you may not die. You're probably Maybe. You're probably not going to die. It's not, yeah, it's like it's not even people. likely that you will die. For the people who, who did catch it and who were healthy, who were some, there were some people who called it with like fucking, you know, fitness gurus and stuff. Sure. They have to take medicine for the rest of their lives because their lungs are scarred and shit. Yeah. It's like, it does wow stuff to different people. And it's like, yeah, chances are you may not be that person, but do you really want to be paying the, bills? The risk is, the risk is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to lie that the risk is almost not worth it for sure. I mean, yeah. I think that everyone has certainly become more cautious. I mean, unless you're just yeah. hard headed. I mean, there's some people that are, I mean, I wear my, That's what it I is. try to wear my mask when I go in places. I definitely don't not wear my mask out of an act of defiance. It's just literally from forgetting, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And if nothing else, even if it's annoying to me, it makes other people feel more comfortable. And we don't know what the fuck's going on. It's not like we've been wearing masks for five years. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I, I, I remember thinking, yeah, because I think Japan, they do it all the damn time. It's like over there in China. So they always had to worry about some new disease. Yeah, breaking yeah it's, like, it's like flu season so, for them, man. They put them back on like once or twice their lives. So, but I remember like seeing down here in the South a few times when like, even before the pandemic broke out, I would see a person with like a mask every now and then at Walmart. And I would be like, huh, the hell is that about? See, those people just, I guess, like huge germaphobes. Yeah, yeah, I always think that they're either crazy or they have a, a, a autoimmune disease or something. Yeah, like they, they have to. Yeah, but it's it's like with everything else. It's like there's, it's great. You know, you had to be able to compartmentalize. So, But there are always people just want to screw everything up. Like clubs, really, is that a need right now? The bar scene, hell, no. really? Is that a is, is that a need right now? It gets, it's like we're talking about we're talking about necessity. Yeah, but the, then you have two sides of the coin, though, 
Because I mean, fuck, dude. Like, people, people got to make money. I mean, that's an industry. Yeah, it is, and it, it just it, it kind of sucks though. Because I remember thinking to myself, like, man, this kind of like kills the whole hustle culture or the whole quote unquote entrepreneur culture. Unless we were like pretty much that whole culture is, I'm either going to be a hairdresser or I'm, to, or I'm either going to be a food truck person. That's that whole thing. Like it's all like people like we're entrepreneurs and we're business owners and it's like, but you're all getting it in the easiest shit that you can become a business owner in. Yeah. Anybody, it's like not to be a dick about it. Not anybody can do it, but food and hair or those are things that are based in socializing. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So it's like once the pandemic broke out and socializing was kind of no longer a thing is, Hey, I mean, it is what it is, but I've seen plenty of businesses that do that, that were able to adapt. Yeah. I feel, like food trucks, people, I feel like food trucks can pull it off, dude. I mean, yeah. Because if you think about it, uh, like a food truck, you can set up anywhere and it's outside and people can stand six foot away from each other in line. Or, or I'd even say a damn bar. Like bars can do it too. I say like fuck, like when we were still working at uh at, at the fucking at the Tuesday, we had just cut it down a little bit. Like that that was the difference. Like places can still be open, but it's just that people have to you know regulate a little bit better. That's it. Yeah. And see, the thing is, is that well, you may not make as much money as you were at first. But I'm, a lot of times I'm hearing that people are actually helping out, you know, these places as much as they can. Communities. Yeah. Communities are going to them, but they're just like going through the drive throughs or, or whatever else. You know, if you're like a, a, a place that has, if you're used to getting customers, those customers are going to come regardless. Yeah. You, you, know, you, but just, you, you definitely hear those. It's kind of exciting that you hear those stories like across the whole country. Like it's not it's like yeah. uh like there's people doing that in a lot of places and that's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like as as long as it stays within the boundaries, hell yeah, like any anybody can do it. It's just that some people don't want to do it though. Right. It's like there was this um uh, this bar, this bar owner I think somewhere in New and, Jersey. Yeah, dude, I heard about that. Man, shit. That boy, was it like, was fucking with that boy hard, bro. I was like, homie, wilding the hell out. Hey, is I respect like, that guy though, man. Fuck that. Yeah. That guy stood his ground, but in the same breath, it's like, man, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm rocking with him, but those motherfuckers were wilding on his, then people in New York are different, bro. Then politicians, <laughs> then politicians and the fucking citizens are different because then politicians don't like them Jewish dudes, bro. Yeah, it gets weird. I don't know if you've heard about like, the way that they've been fucking like slamming down on these Hasidic Jews, bro. He went, he, like the dude here went from, I'm not too sure if he was the owner, if he was just a guy that worked there, but he went from like, I just don't want to do it to everybody come over yeah. and drink in the middle of the fucking street. For free. To give it, to give them the finger. And I was like, well, okay, that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like they, they weren't saying they were trying to, cause at first they weren't talking about shutting this place down. They were just saying, Hey, like, can you like just go by the regulations and, you know, try to do it like this and do it like instead of like the usual way that you were doing it. And I said to myself, other businesses can, can do it. Then why can't he, you see what I'm saying? It's right. like some people just don't, some people just want to be like, fuck it, fuck the system because fuck the goddamn system. And it's like, bro, you know, you ain't fucking 14 no more, man. 
But see, and of course the guy went up there and he's like, why I have to feed my kids? I'm like, homie, people don't even own businesses <laughs> and they're still fucking feeding their kids. Yeah. Like there's a dude who's working at McDonald's right now who's, who's just putting the money where he needs to put the money at, who's probably still able to do it. I've seen people do it. It's like, you can't, you, you own a business, B. Like you, you're doing better than other people can. And you could have like just chilled, but he had to go wild with it. Yeah, but I thought it was cool. Though, the same. Yeah, no, I mean, I, whether what right or wrong, I do for some reason cheer on him, just because of the fact that it's like, dude, I don't know. He was clearly like going, but it's like, well, what if he loses his business because of the fact that he had to shut his shit down? And it's like, oh, well, he'll definitely, he'll definitely lose it now. It, well, <laughs> maybe, like, but he's made such a statement. People who are on his side will patron with him for forever. Yeah. Like people would spend, but then again, he, they, somebody might kill that man for his defiance. God, that, he got, bro, like his, his lawyer looked like a fucking, like that dude came out with a suit talking about, yeah, so <laughs> they were making fun of us on, on SNL the other day. And, oh yeah. I watched, that. you know, I watched uh, that. my boy, my boy, uh, I knew your father and he was in nine eleven. And you know, dude, I fucking the city cried. Like I couldn't believe like, that listening to him say that because I didn't watch the SNL SNL skit. But when he was talking, I did hear about how Pete Davidson because another podcast, obviously that I was listening to, was talking about how Pete Davidson was shitting on this guy. And it's like, did, Pete, did you not listen to what he was saying? He's like, this guy is from fucking Long Island, the place that you just made a movie about. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the hell? Like, this is the people you're supposed to be standing up for. Pete, he was just, like, I watched him say, and he was just kind of like, he was like, come on, guy. And then the other guy comes out, and he's just like, yeah, you know, your father was in 9-11. And then he he did that old singing song thing, and I was just like, oh, shit. But the guy came out looking like, you know, like a, a mobster or something. Like, I guess the guy's well-known around the area for, like, I guess being that type of guy or whatever, but I said, I can see it from both directions. Like it's kind of, it's kind of crappy when I guess everybody like makes fun of you for it. Sure. For something that you, cause, cause I guess from, like from his position, he was probably really impassioned, right? He probably just thought like, man, you know, I just really want to keep my business going, but it's like, well, dude, you could have. And then you, you, you wigged out. <laughs> that's, that's always, I mean, he did that's obviously always the out. He said, "Look, I think everybody should since they can't since they will let people party right up down the road from here. What we'll do was we're gonna party, and you guys can drink all the beer for free, and you don't have to pay in the middle. So the business is open. <laughs> block off an entire street, and y'all want to talk about like protesters blocking off streets." <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, not even to compare and contrast. That's just a whole, on a whole other fucking. Well, and it could it could be crossover people too. Some of those people could be from that neighborhood and fucking support the protest and support yeah. this dude's fucking bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, yeah, it's but it's one of those things. It's like everybody's just trying to have a damn good time, and it's right. like, well, you know, I get it. Everybody's cooped up, and people don't particularly want to be in the positions at the end it's like for like for the guy himself with the business i guarantee the thought ran through his mind like shit this got out of hand yeah <laughs> i was just trying to make a statement now everybody it, it, it's like now everybody sees me as a folk hero but at the same time they kind of fuck me well and it's like what is it what is he supposed to say what, what would people do ironically enough if this man died tomorrow because he got covid 
that would be on them. That, I mean, it's 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 a hard fact, but it it just is what it, it is. It would be crazy point proving uh, scenario for sure. Yeah, that's happened though, dude. There's yeah. been situations where they said like people were like uh, it documented a lot of people talking shit about COVID. Yeah, like, some some nurse or something was talking about how like the people who had caught it, they were so in denial about it, and they were dying. Like it was on, like they were on that that last damn breath, just saying it, like it's not real. And she was like, "Would you like me to call your family? And, you know, do you have someone?" He's like, "It's just a cold." <laughs> oh my you know, god! Like, I mean, at the, at the last minute, and the dude would just, and the people would just die. And she said they'd be arguing with her until they would go, you know, because it's like in their in their minds. And see, this kind of goes off into like cognitive dissonance, and you know, people just not wanting to be wrong right. about nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've you've built up this reality in your head, and you don't want to look stupid. You don't want to go back on it. You don't want to admit to say like, "Hey, well, maybe I was a little bit wrong. Uh, I got it. Okay." You know, it's like, no, it's not. No, uh, it's, it's shit. I mean, it's sad. Like, it's kind of funny in a dark humor sort of way, but it's sad because it's like, bro, you don't. You've literally killed yourself in a sense. You know, like, come on. But I mean, they ain't the same for everybody because there's some people who who got it and it wasn't like they were out there wilding out or nothing. They just caught it. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. That's something. Is it not? What you drinking? Because tonight is so me. You roll one. Well, I think I'm one drink. I couldn't tell you how the fuck I'm still alive. Sipping on some lemon gold tea. I don't know what else to say. No, I can't even complain. I ain't here to fight, cause a fuss or altercation. Came in for the money, some respect and admiration. She don't wanna fuck, okay, let's have a conversation. She gave me some hair, still ain't got an education. I might take a trip and get a hit of motivation. I've been on my shit, I can't even vacation. Welcome to the jungle, we just call it PlayStation. What you doing over there? Cause we in here going ape shit.